The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Well, some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings. Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when they will not be left. A stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? And he answered, See that you do not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he. And the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first. But it will not immediately be the end. And then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place. And awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however... They will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to the prisons. And they will have led you before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you wisdom in speaking, that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all, Because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, we are seeing in the readings what it was like to live in the Old Testament the early church times, and our times. The church has lived 2,000 years of history and is still standing with one common thread. It's never been easy. The culture isn't in our favor, 
And so we run an inherent danger of becoming like our culture around us. It's inevitable that some of the customs and traditions of our times rub off on us. But by coming to church, listening to the readings, and participating actively in the worship, you are standing up against the often subtle eroding forces against our faith. And in turn, we become agents of change. So let's put aside all our distractions, our preoccupations, and allow the Holy Spirit the freedom to blow into our hearts such that we will leave St. Joseph Parish today, ready to commit ourselves and our families to be witnesses of the beauty of the gospel. Is it a deal? Amen. There's more to come. That wasn't the end. <laughs> Last week we were presented with the mother and her seven sons that refused to eat pork in violation of the Jewish law. Such an admirable example. This week we read from the book of Malachi, Lo, the day is coming. Are we ready? What does God think? In this book, we see God loves Israel, but the people return that love poorly. Sorcerers, adulterers, perjurers, and people who take advantage of workers and the needy abound. Priests who could strengthen discipline by their instruction prefer telling the people what they want to hear. God condemns the wrongdoing and the underlying attitude by issuing a challenge of immediate reform, but also announcing a general reckoning of a future moment. It's been preached many times from this pulpit by me and by my predecessors that the day of reckoning should not be seen as something far away. Our final judgment will come at a day and a time we least expect. When this is embedded into our souls, despite all that is going on around us, then we will be steady and full of peace. The old people, sorry, the old people, the <laughs> that did not come out right. <laughs> the Old Testament people, had a distinct disadvantage because Jesus had not yet arrived. Today we have him. What follows is Paul's appeal to us to live up to the call we have received. But before we move to the letter of St. Paul, let's ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us. Yes, the times are challenging. But Mary always leads us to Jesus, who is our best friend. Paul will show us how he kept Jesus in the center of his busy life. Rather, we wanted to present ourselves as a model for you, so you might imitate us. 
From the second reading today, we can pull out the following ways to be actively engaged in building up our society, just like Paul and the first Christians did. We are all here because they laid down their lives as they marched up against an empire that was totally opposed to them. It was about the year 50 AD that Paul arrived at Thessalonica. He was beset by persecutions from the Jews and Gentiles alike, harassed on every side. And it was from this experience that he wrote this letter. Paul is appealing to the Christians to up their game in concrete ways. Let's take a look at them. To work in an orderly way. Am I working in an orderly way inside my home, at school, university, or in my workplace? Orderly meaning putting God first in everything. It doesn't mean that everything will go smoothly. It means that I am not thrown off by my circumstances. I have a plan and I try to stick to it. The Blessed Mother is such a great example of that for us. She got a plan and she stuck to it. To work without counting the cost day and night. Perhaps today it's easier to be lazy as we have so many ways of being entertained. Am I placing the entertainment culture at a reasonable place and finding time to create growth inside the kingdom? It could be as simple as more time in productive endeavors and a little less in passive entertainment activities. Does that make sense? You and me live in the entertainment center of the world. Okay, we can be entertained from morning to night from my pocket. If I I held it up now, you would know exactly what I was holding up. It is an orderly disruptor. I'm saying that to myself too, eh? I too can fall into the trap of being entertained. To work by being an example to those around me. Remember, people are watching us. When your, when your neighbors see you leaving on Sunday morning with your family all dressed up, they know where you're going. Your silent but relentless good example will in, win over the most distant person from Jesus. Maybe more than your words. To work quietly, not wanting to be noticed. It's okay to be an unsung hero. In fact, it's probably the preferred way of the saints not to be noticed. Mary and Joseph lived quietly with Jesus for 30 years. They are for us the most perfect model of family life. Advent is just around the corner and provides for us a time for examination. Yes, we live in difficult times, it's true. But we don't live in the worst of times. It's always been hard. Jesus too suffered and died for us and he will do exactly that in a moment upon this altar. He will come down into the bread and the wine, die on the cross, rise from the dead and enter our bodies at the time of communion. Hello? Hello, anybody listening out there? 
I mean, I know you are. But just to wake up to the reality of what we are about to do. Not me. We, yes, priest, sacrifice, ordain for this purpose. But you, lay people. I dedicate myself to you largely, mostly. 80% of my life is dedicated to you. The 20% I try to escape and do other things, right? But 80% of my life is for you. 80% of your life is not dedicated to me. Right? I probably get 10% or less, right? So what happens in the other 90%? Well, that's a question for you today. And mine is the 80% for you. I have to really examine my conscience every day. Am I? Totally, 100% giving myself to that 80%. To summarize, what I see is we need to do a better job with intentionality. What would be helpful to present myself this week? If I find that time goes by and I don't see myself in a growth mode, then something is up and I need to get a kickstart intentionality or intentionally making Jesus the center of everything I do this week. You will be hated by all of my, by my name and not a hair on your head will be destroyed. Along with an attitude of hard work in these challenging times, I would like to add that the blessed Lord today encourages us to have confidence. Confidence in him. And I think that the confidence we are looking for to have in our parish is absolute confidence in Jesus. And it's true. What we all believe, if it's true what we all believe in our minds, that Jesus is Lord of the universe, we will hear that next week, he is the Lord of the universe, then all will be well. Mary knew it wasn't all over as she stood at the foot of Calvary. She knew. Do you? Are you like her? Some takeaways. The Thanksgiving table. Maybe just stop quietly and look around that table that you prepare on Thanksgiving Day and offer up a silent prayer for each one sitting at that table. If God places on your heart to reach out to the less fortunate over the holiday period, providing a meal and a prayer, you'll be amazed what you find. Lastly, may Mary open our hearts this Advent to receive Jesus just like she did. The Lord will show us the path to life and the fullness of joys Trusting in the Father's unfailing care, we offer him our prayers. That the church will stand before the world without stain or blemish, holy and obedient to God's word, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end of terrorism and the blessings of peace throughout the world, we pray to the Lord. For police officers, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, members of the military, and all those who risk their lives to protect us, 
that God will bless them and keep them safe, we pray to the Lord. For increase of vocations to the priesthood and to the consecrated life, we pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for repose of the soul of Vincent Liguri. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. For all those petitions that we hold dear in our heart, we can't bring to our lips. We pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest go not to them, O Lord. May their souls, the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, show us the path to life. Give us the fullness of joys in your presence. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.